Welcome into SWB. Happy Monday. Yeah. Another great one here in Houston. Another hot <sighs> one as well. Lauren Leal, Jeff Michael, it is feeling the heat. You're in a long sleeve shirt today, Jeff, too. I was short sleeve. What was feeling? What's up with that? I was short sleeve until I got in here, but I changed because, you know, always dress for the job you want. Isn't that what they say? That is true. Right? Is it, so I, I so didn't the job you want is in an office <laughs> yeah. typing up in something. Yeah, I don't think so. But no, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. You know, I dress professional for Sports with Balls here on a Monday at Christian's Tailgate. Welcome into the show, all of you that are watching on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, wherever you guys are tuning in. Thank you guys so much. It's state night here at one of the five Houston locations they have. Uh, it's delicious. We just had some food. I know, Lauren, I think you're ordering some after we get done here. Uh, but, man. Yes, I would up, love to. Get up here, get a drink. I, I, this weekend they had the white linen party here up here, and they still have some decorations up. Uh, I know you went to this thing. I did. How white did linen was nuts, guys. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you live in the city of Houston, you were here. I know these, like, Jeff wasn't here. Our no. producer Jason said he wasn't here because they tried to avoid it. But let me tell you. It was a lot of people. It was slam-packed in the Heights. Good. Good for all that. White linen, man. I, did, I, ne I never realized it's a celebration and representation of the end of summer. Is it? Which kind of makes me sad. This is I not was, the end I of summer. I was told that yesterday. It's uh, 105 today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 105. It's not the end of summer in Houston. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> uh, Jeff, how did you spend your weekend since it wasn't out here? In oh, the by the way, Kevin just put up here. Kevin Anthony, welcome into the show and always tuning in. Appreciate you. Uh, I live vicariously through Lauren and her adventures. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> What's up, Kevin? Thanks so much for paying attention. Just like yep. to have fun. Yeah. Uh, what, what did I do this weekend? Yeah. Uh, stuff with the kids. Stuff with the kids. Um, I'm on this diet. I told you so. I, I, don't, I can't really go out. I'm waiting. Wait, no, 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 no. I didn't know you were on a diet because last show you were like, I just ate like four days worth of crap. I did. Well, okay, so my diet is like six days of healthiness and one day of crap. Oh, that's cheat day. That's normal. Yeah, so I was fine. But I thought I, you ate like four days in a row. Going bad, to Vegas. bad, bad, bad. Vegas, get ready for my two-day adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna die into that. Uh, Kevin uh. Anthony just said you like you live through me. Well, in a couple weeks you'll just see Jeff's Instagram and Facebook by the pool. Yeah, in there Vegas. Yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> it. Welcome into Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michaels. She's Lauren Leal. This weekend was an absolute. Uh, Slugfest in the MLB and in the boxing ring, <laughs> so we'll get into some of that. Uh, the NFL. The NFL actually has a full slate of preseason games coming up starting Thursday. There's games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Houston Texans kick off Thursday night. They lost another key guy today. Uh, we'll touch base on that. What else do we have going on today? Um, like you said, like the big slugging news in MLB, which you don't see often, took place. Uh, so we can dive into that and more NFL training camp on the way. Oh, the NCAA. NCAA. Holy nuts. Yeah. I almost said it. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a mess. Mm -hmm. This is an absolute disaster. Like, I don't. Where's the what is like the NCAA is becoming some sort of like lawless entity where they these people just jump and go around wherever they want. I don't understand how this is all going on. There's no commissioner. There's no like lead person in NCAA. Every every conference has its own commissioner. Some of these teams get penalized for moving, but and some of them don't. Like San Diego State got penalized for moving. Colorado, no. And all these other teams know. The Pac-12, now how many teams are in the Pac-12? Six? I don't know. How many are in there now? 
Well, the thing is, like you said, it, they're kind of dissipating. And what that's what we're going to start to see. And that's where I have questions as to – thank you so much for Jason for turning me up. I can yeah. hear myself now. Um, no, I, I just it just gives me questions as far as, okay, well, they're going to be these, like, dynasty – or not really dynasty, but these huge major conferences – and then these rivalries are just going to disappear yep. that we're used to seeing. And it just sucks if you're a fan. But moving forward, what does this mean for the value of football, for the value of college football and your team versus my team, yeah. you know, this college versus that college? NIL came in over a year and a half ago now, and that completely changed, changed what making money in college means. Now the landscape of conferences is changing as well and uh jeff like you said it's just a it's just a big mess but it's a free fall. someone has to come in and make some sort of uh, law yeah there's got to be some repercussions here we have heard nothing from any commissioner or anybody anywhere from the ncaa like nobody's come out and said a single word since all this it's sort of like they're just like okay and no, it's not okay. What the, what the hell is going on? Your players are allowed to just go uh, get on a commercial and drive Mercedes Benz. Now that used to be illegal as hell. Now that that uh, you know, we've <laughs> talked about this plenty of times. That can's open. It's gonna be hard to shove it back in. They've got a bunch of things going on where they're trying to. <laughs> they're Never heard that analogy before. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, look, everything's out in the open. They're trying to shove it back in the can. Anyways, uh, like it's just a mess. Players uh, and where the, the transfer portal. And now you have, like, not only players jumping everywhere, you have actual schools mm -hmm. jumping everywhere. And at first, everybody was jumping down Deion I'm Sanders' throat, right? And here's what Deion Sanders had to say about the new college environment and what's going on. Okay, I don't care so, where we play. Okay, so I, don't, I don't care what conference, who we're playing against. We're trying to win. All this is about money. You know that. It's about a bag. Everybody's chasing a bag. Then you get mad at the players when they chase it. How's that? How do, how do the grown-ups get mad at the players when they're chasing it when the colleges are chasing it? Yeah, that's true. I, I just I know, think yeah, I know that's true. A couple, couple more teams. Yeah, there you go. I mean, Dion hit it dead on. This is all about money. I literally, before you tossed to that, I was literally just about to say that, Jeff. You follow where the money goes. Yep. You follow yep. where the money goes. But – if there is too much money to be made here, someone in the NCAA is going to have to break, you know, write down some laws as they are revisiting right now with the NIL. Yep. Um, and I think we mentioned that a couple of shows ago just because, you know, we, we know it's gotten out of hand. And like you mentioned, player going from team to team like a transfer portal, almost like it's a trade in the NFL. Well, uh, just speaking with football. But in general, like there's got to be some foundation laid down because right now there isn't any and this is going to continue to happen if not. Yeah, so. you, I, I'm just seeing today, just just breaking news a little bit ago, that the ACC plans uh, plans calls to discuss Cal and Stanford. So Cal and Stanford now going to the a like, I, I just I'm lost. Like, where what's going on? The college landscape is an absolute disaster. And generally speaking, everybody's just looking at this from a football perspective. This is the entire program. You're Basketball, <laughs> yeah. volleyball, All soccer, uh, you name it. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and these the travel plans for these teams now is going to be unbelievable. And, look, it's just uh, – like, this is just now opening up, and it's getting to a point where, like, 
what is – look, let's just split this up like the NFL or, or anything else and just have sort of divisions, right? Like, I mean, these conference things just aren't working out. People are jumping here, jumping there. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I understand that it's about the money. Like, I get it. We heard Dion say it a second ago. I totally understand that. Well, get a, get a commissioner that runs all of the college school, like a, a head commissioner. Mm-hmm. It's not just like seven or eight commissioners in different conferences. No, no, no. One commissioner that governs the NCAA and, and what, the, what these schools and where they play. Because right now, as far as I'm concerned and the people that I've talked to, it is a disaster. Hmm. And, I mean, look, we're all excited for college football, but do we give a crap where they play, do, like what conference they're in? Not anymore. The only conference that matters is what? Big 12. Sorry, no, SEC. SEC. I I say that because I'm a cougar. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but speaking of 12, not the Big 12, they Pac-12. You said it a minute ago, and it is completely depleted, guys. So we have four schools. We don't know where they're going to go that are left. (laughs) We got Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington State. And everyone else has already gone. Uh, ACC and American, all of that. Now you look at the Pac-12. These guys are left. Um, yeah, and I just told you that you the ACC is calling uh, Cal and Stanford. So you're looking at the Pac-12 potentially having two teams. Mm. <laughs> so if you want to bet on the conference winner of uh, the uh, Pac-12, you got a 50-50 shot. I mean, depending <laughs> on who's in there, right? Like, That'll be good for you because you do no, your sports bets every day. And uh <laughs> You make money, like, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go to Vegas, man. Uh, but anyways, oh my goodness. that is the college football um, – well, I, sorry, not even football, but that's the that's the NCAA right now and the current situation that we're in. Uh, I would call it just an absolute mess. It is, it is. Uh, what do you guys think out there? Yeah. Uh, how are you all dealing with this? Do you even care? Are you just like, whatever, let the teams play? Or you're like, no, uh, rivalries are gone. Athletes are going to be lessened with their value, if you will. Um, you know, tell, tell, let us know your thoughts. Put them in the comment right now. Chewy's really good at that. Yeah, he Chewy's ju- all he over just it. now said, I said that, Jeff. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm not reading them, but uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Chewy, Chewy's very well versed in sports and uh, makes some great comments on the show. We throw them up here. If you guys are uh, watching the show via YouTube, via Twitter, via Twitch, via Facebook, put your comments in here. We'll try to get to them and we'll put, throw them up and uh, answer any questions that you guys have. Absolutely. He uh, made it a, a good point about uh, Apple TV because I know Apple TV last year came in the MLS and is now like in charge of almost every MLS game. And it looks like they're jumping on college, college football, college basketball, you name it. And so the Pac-12, they're, he said, is, is being offered an Apple TV deal. I got to look into that further. Uh, but, yeah, the broadcasting rights. Yep. That's another that's angle money. of this, well, too. Well, that's, that's where all this money is, right? So ESPN, ABC, they all, CBS gets, you know, they have TV deals. These schools strike, or these conferences strike uh, deals with these. And so, of course, these schools are going where the money is. Like, uh, look, Dion said it a minute ago. We played the, the, the soundbite. It's the money. You go where the money is. All, all the uh, commissioners have been doing it for years. Now the players are doing it with the NIL, and now the schools are doing it. So, uh, like, for me, between the transfer portal, between the NIL, and between what these schools are doing, it's an absolute absolute mess like it at college football or college programs right now and i say football because that's the biggest part of these schools well it's is almost a, fall time it's well, a so. disaster like i mean if you're a student athlete and i'm sorry let's just not even call them student athletes anymore if you're an athlete because they're not students let's just be let's just be real with that because that's hold gone, up, hold up, hold up. That's gone getting, out the window they're getting their degree they're oh yeah degree. sure nil deals yeah i don't think any one of them's getting a degree like like they're just they still gotta go to class how come we absolutely praise them when one of them graduates 
Like, it's like, it's like an unbelievable, like, look, he finally got it. Look, he also graduated. Like, it's like a, people, like, absolutely love that. They're like, look what he did. He absolutely, he graduated. This <laughs> like, guy, I'm Jeff. I'm just saying. They're, Jeff, they're athletes. are being such a hater right now. I'm uh, mad at college. I'm mad at all these colleges switching all this no, stuff up. No, you're mad at these athletes making more money. No. <laughs> this is sports with balls for a reason. Let's get it going. <laughs> <laughs> We're in it. We're heated. It is a, it. It's a spicy Monday, that's for sure. Speaking yeah. of spicy, uh, there's a little secret, I guess, <gasps> at the end of the show. I oh. think it's right here. Yep. Yes. Breggy bomb sauce. Jeff excited me. I have yep. never tried Breggy bomb, me but neither. apparently you haven't either. No. And so we get to try it live tonight. Yeah. Somebody, I uh, cannot some, wait. Yeah, somebody get a hold of Alex Bregman. Uh, I, get, I went to the store. My son is excited for this. We'll bring him in and my daughter at the end of the show. Uh, and they want to try this too because <laughs> he just said his little happy yeah, dance. I, it is uh, hot too, Jeff. I love spice, so yeah, I hope no. this this brings the heat. I looked for the green sauce, but Breggy, I guess there's no green one. It's just it's it's uh, not so hot and hot. That's the only that he only has red sauce. <laughs> not so hot and hot. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you chose hot. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna try it. Just like Houston. Breggy bomb hot sauce in a little bit. I will forward it to you, Alex, and uh, hopefully you'll give us a 10 minute interview because I would love to talk about the Astros. Um, Absolutely. Did you see their visit today to the White House? I didn't. I saw some photos. I saw everything on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter. Twitter had it everywhere, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I think Verlander wore a gold suit, which was hysterical because he just got traded back, and then he's at the White House like a week later with the Astros celebrating uh, their championship. But uh, I saw some stuff about Biden, so I was like, oh, gosh, so here we go. Uh, it's a political thing. And uh, speaking of political, we'll get to the United States women's national team. Ouch. Yeah, I didn't know if we were going to go there right now or not. <laughs> no, we can go wherever. Um, we can go wherever. But, yeah, unfortunately, they were eliminated. I believe the earliest they have ever yep. been eliminated. So the 2023 FIFA World Cup, that took place by uh, Sweden. Sweden took them. And so, the yeah, is this a good look? I know, like, Megan Rapino is kind of the face or has been a huge advocate and voice for the uh, Women's Soccer League, National Women's Soccer League, and I know she is planning to retire yeah. after this. So Megan Rapinoe and Shelby S- Smith, both both of them missed their penalty kicks to mm. win the game for the United States. They both missed, and uh, the United States women's team is out because, uh, yeah, they lost. The two-time defending champions, World Cup champs, uh, United States women's team is out. There's a lot of controversy surrounding that. We're not really going to get political on the show because that's not what we do. But, uh, yeah, Megan Rapinoe missing and Shelby Smith missing penalty kicks, which is an absolute uh, disaster for the United States women's team. But they will not be in. So no more World Cup. Did you see the goal that actually that won the game? Yeah, so, okay, the, the, the Swedish was, girl It was by millimeters. A millimeter, yeah. So the United States goalie blocked the penalty kick, but it had so much spin on it that it hit and then actually went inside the uh, goal line by a millimeter. That's I, what you call a miracle goal. Well, look, I, I, I go back to Shelby Smith and, and Megan Rapinoe missing their penalty kicks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, they should have hit those. Yeah, the game was over. Like, it was over, they advanced. All they got to do is actually kick the ball into the net from, like, 15 feet away. Yeah. How, hey, how far is the penalty kick? Like, you know this, right? Uh, 15 yards, I think. 15 yards. Okay, yeah. I said 15 feet. So, 15 yards. All right. Uh, yeah, 15 or is it yard feet, or feet? Feet, uh, you would have been super. Could you make that, Jason? Oh, I'm terrible. Like you, you, like I'm terrible at penalties. I've, I've, sc- penalties? I've skied a few because th- there is a technique to hit it. Otherwise, you might just end up kind of getting under the ball because you're just so used to kicking field goals, you know. Yeah. You just kind of get under it. 
So, Lauren, you, you, could you make a penalty kick? <laughs> I could try. I, I I don't play soccer, so I, you, I would need some practice. I'm gonna say I could. I I, I would. You I would, can. I would make it. Okay. Side I, foot pass into the side of the net. There you I, go. I would make it. Like and I okay. So if you're lining up, the goalie's right in front of you. Where are you kicking it? Right, because you got to make up your mind prior to you're not like the goalie just goes back and forth. It's like where are you kicking? You t- you go on top left, bottom left. I'm going bottom. Yeah, you always want to go bottom. Bottom because uh, it's tougher for a goalie to get down, and you want to go as far as to the post as possible. Lauren, where okay. are you going? Where are you kicking? Towards the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Towards I'm just going to agree goal. with Jason because he knows what he's talking about. He yeah. plays soccer. He travels the world for it because he loves the game. He loves the sport. So uh, I'm going with Jason. I think I'm hitting it dead straight because they always dive one side of the other. Like I think I'm just going to pound it right at him, like maybe a little high and uh, see, see. That's actually been common lately yeah. like because they're so betting on the goalie to make a move early that a lot of players are just blasting it right down the middle. Yep, yep. All right, uh, so white linen was this weekend. We'll get I off. did. Go, go, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say some some big play taking place out of Miami in soccer right now. Yeah, yeah. Messi went Messi crazy again. Messi with his goals, man. He does not miss. Jason, you're the soccer guy. And I was watching this when I woke up this morning. I get up about 4.35 o'clock every morning. I was watching these replays of these games, and I was watching Messi is the talent that inferior where he just looks like a superstar? Because he also did this in the World Cup. I understand that, and those guys are really good. But is this just he a fun, does, is this fun for him? He does this at any level, even yeah. the top the leagues in Europe. The 36-year-old. He did it in Dallas. Yeah. In the it, heat. He, 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 can, he can do it even now. He, he, can, he can walk into any team in the world. Just walk, walk right on. He's just that good. Now, when you're going to the MLS, if they – if you're just supplying him ball, like he's just going to score and he's going to set up goals. He's going to draw. Every, he's just, it, you know, everybody talks about Brady and everything about being the goat, you know, and like, and it's kind of unquestionable in a way. The one thing is when Messi won the World Cup, he, he cemented that he's the yeah. goat. He is, and he's killing it right now. But I mean, I, again, I, I believe he's playing to inferior. And for your competition, yeah, and he's just uh, yeah, he he, 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 he like he's, he's gonna sh- he, he's a, what would you call was it was it men among boys? He, yeah, he looks like Michael Jordan in his prime playing against high school kids. Like that's 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 my comparison, right? Like he just really does. It's, it's unbelievable. But uh, look, great for Miami, and he's drawing a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. Yep. Speaking and uh, yep. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, speaking of a lot of attention, you talked earlier about this white linen party. There was another thing that went on Saturday night. It was a big event. There was a fight that went on Saturday night, and I know you were out. I want to know, did you watch Jake Paul and Nate Diaz? No. So you want to know where I was? Yes, I do. I won't tell you that, but um, <laughs> where I <laughs> – uh, that's not what I meant to say. Oh that came out of my God. mouth. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Uh. <laughs> where I was, yeah, they I were it. playing – they were playing the Houston Sports Awards, which I was part of. Uh, so I was oh, like, yeah. I love this, but I can't hear a thing. Lauren was on TV while she was out celebrating White <laughs> Lennon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so you Did watched you call this fight. Ahead? Did you call ahead make sure they had you on? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, right. so you were out. You were watching this fight. Uh, Kevin Anthony just now said it's terrible. Uh, well, I, I, I was at home. Um, I'll tell you how I watched it, but I saw Jason, our producer. Jason, uh, welcome in. I lost show. money on it. Yeah, so I almost bet Nate Diaz. I right? did. Okay, I, so I did. you watched this. You watched the fight. Yeah, I watched the fight. Okay. What, what did you think? Like, you know, what was well, your... Well, I, I thought 
when you looked at the two of them, there was clearly one boxer, and that was Jake Paul. Yeah. Straight up. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody expected Diaz to kind of do the thing where he's going to last. He was going to try to outlast him and then try to pop him in the end. But I'm not going to – Jake Paul looks like a legit boxer. Well, okay. And and don't get me wrong. It it wasn't a – but it wasn't a true boxing fight. Yeah, though. this is Nate Diaz. He's not a boxer, right? And, and so here we go with this 7-0 and Jake Paul, but he's never fought an actual boxer, an actual champion, somebody that's been doing oh, no, he, he fought for- Tyson Fury's brother. <clears throat> I'm talking about guys that have won something. Guys that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Even Tyson yeah, yeah, Fury's yeah, yeah. brother is an absolute waste no, of No, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's nothing, yeah. Like, it, I... I it's, it's hard and that was a split decision, too. It's hard for me because I actually respect Jake Paul for the things that he's done marketing-wise. The guy, I mean, the guy's an absolute genius when it comes to marketing. Look, we're talking about him on the show, right, and everywhere. The guy's, look, the prime I drink. was just going to say, like, your son, you said, drinks prime oh drink, which he needs yeah. to switch to Gatorade. But, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I mean. Prime it, is everywhere. He's everywhere. He's yeah. all over you. Obviously, he came from YouTube, so yeah. he but knows br- what marketing He's brought is. interest back to boxing. Well, yes. That is true. That is true because uh, I speak to that. I do not watch UFC. I do not watch boxing. I do not watch any of that. I know of him because he's in it, because of starting. Well, he's, UFC is kicking started. boxing's butt, right? Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know the numbers on either one of those. There was a couple of big fights the past few weekends, right? And I say big fights, and it's strange that I'm putting Jake Paul and Nate Diaz in a big fight sentence, right? Because usually you're talking about it's guys. names. It's names. <laughs> yes, these are. Now, these are. This is one UFC star and one social media star. And the social media star, look, Jake Paul's been training for three years with professionals, right? So he does look a little bit like he can box, but he's he's boxing Nate Diaz. And I did think that Nate Diaz would have put up a better fight than he did. I thought because he's a street fighter. This guy's a brawler. And I thought that Nate Diaz would have got a little. That's bit why I put it. money on him. Yeah, and so, look, Kevin Anthony says his neighbor put a grand on uh, on, wow. on, on Nate Diaz, wow. so he lost a grand. And then uh, Chewy said, uh, "I saw the build-up for Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, and Jake Paul arriving in a tank was the best part." Did you see that? In a tank? No, he pulled up in an actual military tank. Oh wow! In the stadium. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So that's entertaining. Incredible marketing. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah. The only thing like the only thing that I've seen recently and not to get like political or anything like that is I see Trump going to UFC fights. Yeah. And, but that just reminded me of that when he said pull up in a tank. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. So obviously Jake Paul won. That was your Saturday night. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it because uh, a buddy of mine who we all know, uh, Joe Applewhite, had the fight on and uh, he. <laughs> He, he FaceTimed me, and I'm laying in bed, and he put his phone up. And so, he, so I was watching it via FaceTime I, I, while I'm laying in my bed. It was pretty interesting. But uh, I, I found it very uh, – for, for people that actually enjoy the sport of boxing, this was embarrassing. But for the casual fans, like Lauren was saying, look, people the, people you, that never watch boxing are interested. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's always when they're – you know, when you bring a new aspect to the table, you, when you have a different angle of it because it's two guys that don't do this. And obviously, like, Jake Paul now does, but he wasn't raised born and doing it or, like, has been done, done it for a long time with a correct training since he was younger. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it brings it brings another aspect into it. It's kind of like if you're not a basketball fan but you tune in for the playoffs. like Yeah, and then uh, so I guess after the fight, they they somewhat agreed on a UFC fight now, and and we'll see if that actually happens because I believe Nate Diaz would absolutely destroy yeah. him when it comes down. <laughs> like he would choke him out in what the first round. Yeah, it does. It it does not compute. 
Like, yeah. I, you, you know what, though? It does not compete. Jake Paul's going to make tons of money. It won't affect his boxing career because it's not a boxing match, right? He'll still be 7-0 when it comes to boxing. He's going to make probably $20 million if they do that. And, like, it, it will be a huge fight because everybody will want to see how boxing transfers to a UFC. Yeah. Mm. That will be a ma- – I'll watch it. Oh, I definitely watch there that, but I, I would give Nate Diaz maybe 30 seconds to choke him out. Yeah, it would be quick, I think. Oh, my goodness. Lauren, would you – Would you? <laughs> since you don't watch UFC, but would you watch Jake Paul and Nate Diaz? Uh, <laughs> I just don't like fights. You want to know where I was? Uh, oh, good. I wasn't going to tell you. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next. Welcome into Sports with Balls, y'all that are just joining the show. If you missed anything, go to Sports with Balls, wherever you get your podcast. All of our shows are up, 218 of them at this point. I think this is show 219. Oh, yeah, so uh, go to Sports with Balls wherever you get your podcast. Also, go to YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, type in Sports with Balls, uh, TikTok, wherever, and we have highlights and all the latest sporting news. And uh, we're called Sports with Balls for a reason. Go check it out. All right, where are we going to next? Sports with Fights. Is that what? That's where we're at sports, right now, and that's where we're going to continue to go because we saw something happen Ooh. in the ballpark that we never, ever see. We saw some fighting. Tim Anderson, uh, Jose Ramirez. You never see this fight, and, and and you do, but it's like it, it but decades between. Well, right? usually it's a pitcher and a catcher too. Right, it's not a shortstop <laughs> going after Jose Ramirez. It's not a guy in Tim Anderson who has had an awful season this yeah. far, nope. uh, and who is, I believe, on his last year of his contract. I think so. And so now they're both suspended. Because of this fight, uh, if you didn't catch it, Ramirez said he said he wanted to fight, quote, and if he wanted to fight, I had to defend myself. Well, there you go. Tim, Jeff, Tim Anderson. did you laugh at this? Or oh, it was, what was, it was your takeaway? It was awesome. This? It was absolutely awesome because you rarely get this, like you said, anymore in MLB. Tim Anderson got suspended six games and he got knocked out. Jose Ramirez, three games uh, for his part in this ball that took place Saturday evening. And I tell you, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty damn good. You don't get these type of fights in baseball well, that like, often. It's like, okay, take off my glasses. Yeah, they just like, woo, all they right, just I'm, I'm putting up. up. Yes. <laughs> You saw Anderson do that, but Ramirez was just okay. I'm going at him. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny to see. But it was a White Sox player that Tim, was holding back. Oh. No, it was White Sox player that was holding back Ramirez. Yeah, and the thing is, like Tim Anderson rose to stardom when they had the Field of Dreams game, and Tim Anderson hit that home run to win it for the White Sox, and he really got popular there. And I think, look, they they thought that he was going to be a great player, and like you said, he's had a good memory, disastrous year. He's had a terrible, terrible year. He's had one home run, and all the memes were saying he had as many home runs as he did get knocked out, which is one time each. Like so, <laughs> And then Tim Anderson got on Twitter. And he went on a Twitter rant. I think he had seven or eight Twitters that he has now removed. So the guy is just – X's. Yeah, it just – yeah, X's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. X's or Twitters or tweets. What are they called? Yeah, I don't uh, yeah, know. Yeah, I don't that's know. A good, that's a good point. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, he – an absolute disaster for Tim Anderson – getting KO'd, but as far as if you're a casual baseball fan or even a good baseball fan, this was fun to see. It's good to get some some mix-up, and like you said, this is usually pitcher and catcher, you know, mm-hmm. like or, or pitcher and batter, I'm sorry, and the pitcher will hit the batter, and then there's some issues, and uh, then they go at it, but to happen at the in the middle of a baseball field on second base, I don't remember seeing that. 
So, uh, Jake Paul, who are you going to hit up to fight? Yeah. <laughs> Probably Jose Ramirez. <laughs> Tim Anderson didn't put up much of a fight, so, so yeah. there you go. Uh, speaking of baseball, there was uh, Justin Verlander. Got his start for the Astros, and he mm. actually pitched very, very well. Did you watch this? Did you see the stats on JV? Uh, I got to see some highlights of JV, but uh, this was Saturday yep. in New York. And, yeah, JV, JV back. I mean, I asked a lot of people about Justin Verlander coming back on Instagram. Do they love it? Do they hate it? What do they feel about this? And uh, majority, I believe it was like 70-something percent, yes, love it. Uh, and then a smaller percentage was like, obviously, 30-something was like, hate it. And I guess uh, hopefully he just keeps leading the Astros the way that they should in 2017. Yeah, the Astros need to put up runs. And it's the same old story when Justin Verlander is on the mound. The Astros do not give him any run support. And that's exactly what happened. And they ended up losing that game. Justin Verlander, uh, believe, I, don't know, I don't know if he got the loss or not, but... He'll come back and pitch better. Well, he pitched pretty decent, but the Astros need to get their stuff together, if you know what I mean. I, 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 it's not that I don't believe in the Houston Astros. I do. I'm a massive Astros fan. If you know that and you follow the show, you know I'm, I'm really, really into the Astros and what they've been doing the last 20, 30 years. Like, I love the Astros since I was a kid, and I, I don't know what's going on right now, but it just seems off. It doesn't seem, and I, I hear from reporters that the locker room is so good and this and this and this, and I understand they're only two and a half games out from the Texas Rangers, who, by the way, have won six games in a row and they're on fire again. We're two and a half games behind them. But it's just, I don't know if I feel the same this year as I did the previous five years when they went to the World Series three times. You're not alone. Um we started out this season very, very slow, or Keedy, injury after injury after injury. And that's what we say as Astros fans. Astros, you know, they start slow, and then they yep. pick it up as the season goes out. So, you, you know, that's a normal feeling. We are now in August. Yep. We are now a couple ways from October, uh, a couple months from October. We need to get it together, or it's not happening. Runs need to be scored. And whenever you see it, it's like one after the other after the other. Momentum is, they say momentum's not real in baseball, but it is with this team when it comes to scoring runs. Yep. And it just, no one has. And so that's why, uh, I, I, it's a runner, that's something I allude to. The runs are okay, but we, we score them in bunches and we win those games and we score zero. And it's sort of like our timely hitting isn't there. Like, And you the Astros play to the competition too. If it's lesser, uh, they don't... Yeah, give as much foot forward. Like <laughs> It's frustrating it's, sometimes. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, I have this conversation so many, so much with people around Houston and how, like, the Astros and whoever the competition is, they just they completely play to it. Could be worse. We could be the uh, Oakland Athletics or the Washington could Nationals. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. They are two and a half games out of first place in the American League West. Minnesota Twins lead the Central. Baltimore Orioles yesterday won their 70th game. Mm of the season that's insane if you were to put money on the orioles at the very beginning of the year to win the world series it was probably 3500 to one mm. so you put 100 bucks on the orioles to win the world series and you win three thousand five hundred dollars right now those kids in baltimore then and let's say they don't make it to the world series this year because they're young they've got the number two farm system in the in the majors right now and they're and the they're <clears throat> the guys they have right now are amazing. They really do remind me of the. I said this I don't know two, two or three times on this show of the 2015 2016 Astros. Mm. 
They are about to make a massive run. Watch out for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they are very, very good. Uh, that's that's going to get us caught up in baseball, I think. Okay. All right. We'll see what they do here in the Astros for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, NFL. NFL. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get to what everybody's been waiting on. The NFL. Okay. All right. So I know Kevin Anthony out there. Uh, oh, yeah. Apparently, Dak Prescott <laughs> is not going to be starting any preseason games, according to Mike McCarthy's statements oh, today. Right. Uh, so we'll see about Ooh. that. I don't know why this was a major headline today, but it was. <laughs> um, do I don't want to say I don't want to ask you, Jeff, if you care because I know you don't. Eh. But does this matter at all? I had a conversation. Uh, to the franchise. Well, I had a conversation Friday with another guy, that, a buddy of mine, Raj, which it's up on uh, TikTok, YouTube. It's on Sports with Balls, so just type in Sports with Balls. You can watch the uh, whole conversation or go to uh, Sports with Balls on the podcast. Type in Sports with Balls on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, and listen to that. This show will be up there in a little bit as well. And he, he and I had, were in agreement with the Dallas Cowboys. It's their defense that's going to do well. I, I think that, look, their defense is going to hide a lot of the flaws that Dak Prescott gets into. But if that defense stays healthy, I, everybody knows I'm not a big Cowboys fan, but, man, they're good. <laughs> they, they have a lot of talent on that defense. And if they stay healthy, it's going to be interesting between them and Philadelphia in that, in that conference for sure. Speaking of, I'm shocked to see this. Kevin Anthony said, I'm taking the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. You Ooh. heard it here first. And, Jeff, wow. didn't, didn't you mention that uh, yep. a couple weeks ago as well? Well, so I, I mentioned that I would. I think it's going to be the Eagles in San Francisco in the NFC Championship game, Okay. Uh, which would be fantastic. Both okay. those teams are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I just think that Dak Prescott's going to do Dak Prescott things. I, I'm not sure if that's the guy in Dallas. And I, I think that – this may be his last season for every Cowboy fan out there screaming, this is our year, it's Dak. Because if he can't get it done this year, I think that the Cowboys are going to have to try to maybe turn the page as far as quarterbacks. There's an incredible quarterback class coming out next year, and the Cowboys could trade up or something and maybe get somebody to play behind Dak a year or something. I don't know. But it, you wonder if the Cowboys can't get something done this year. You know what the problem is now. Because your defense is phenomenal, and they're going to be great this year. I just Dak Prescott. I, I don't know if he can get it done, man. I, I I just don't. I don't see it. I I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, they, they he said that he feels really positive about the offense and <laughs> everything that he said. Uh, you know, in the press conference. But we've seen him year after year. They've only Same won two thing. playoff games. Uh, he goes back to his ways, and so and and also he's dealt with injury too. So can't. That's the elephant in the room. But as far as his contract goes, I think it's through 2025. Yeah, yeah. Then that's what I'm saying. Maybe they, uh, they, they try to go get another quarterback next year. I don't know. Like it, unfortunately for the Cowboys, it, it goes the way of Dak. That, he, that as far as the Cowboys are going to go, it's Dak Prescott. And he says the same thing every preseason, every year. He's like, oh, we're going to be great. Oh, we're going to do this. And, oh, man, you know, he's got this positive attitude. Oh, uh, I'm friends with everybody in the locker room. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Ah! <laughs> <sighs> Here we go. Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Whose I did voices get, <laughs> are those? As I want to know. It's Dak. But I, I did, you know, I gave him some praise. I said the, the defense of the Cowboys is going to be really, really good. Kevin Anthony brought up a good point. The offense of the Eagles may be just better. Mm -hmm. I, I just think their offense is, is incredible. He says the Eagles defense is really good, but I, I think the Eagles-Cowboys game is going to be fun to watch. I, I'm not sure if the New York Giants keep up with them at all. It depends on uh, how good Saquon is and how healthy he is. 
But uh, I think it's Dallas and Philadelphia for sure. And then I think that coming out of the NFC at the end of the season, you're looking at San Francisco and Philadelphia, which is a game that I would love to see. I have to say, a team that has been really quiet but was kind of praised a while back and is now in the news again uh, just because of their quarterback being hurt in Joe Burrow. Yep. Missing the first five weeks, and Jamar Chase was asked about him and his, uh, you know, how is he, how is recovery going? And it was kind of uh, questionable because he went back and forth on his answer with saying, oh, you know, he's going to be back, he's going to be back, but we, we just don't know when it's going to be. Well, and, and so, you know, and, and uh, I'm not sure, Jeff, if you saw the injury of him limping off of the field from yep. his calf, it looked yep. awful. Um, and it looked like he was going to be out for a very long time. But, I mean, uh, as far as Cincinnati and the Bengals go, how far do you think they will go? As far as Joe Burrow's health is. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the bottom. I mean, <laughs> that, that's and Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's uh, have him stay healthy, too. Yeah, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are the league, uh, basically the best wide receivers in the league, and we'll put Devontae up there, too. But as far as his injury we're hearing that he he'll be ready to go for for week number one mm. what what jamar chase was saying is look it's fine if he's not there for the first couple of weeks uh, as long as he's healthy going down the stretch which is exactly what they want because i think the Bengals are set up if you look at their division pittsburgh's going to be a little bit better baltimore lamar jackson mm -hmm. you know we haven't brought up lamar jackson's name in a very 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 long time but uh, i i think that cleveland's going to do cleveland things you don't have to worry about them but Cincinnati is going to be up top, Baltimore probably next, and then Pittsburgh, who's still – they keep talking about George Pickens and Kenny Pickett. George Pickens, Kenny Pickett. But I, I don't see the growth being that phenomenal in their mm -hmm. second year. But uh, I, I like Cincinnati because I want to see the Cincinnati-Buffalo matchups. I want to see Miami-Buffalo. I don't want to see Cincinnati-Miami. Those games, to me, th those look amazing this mm -hmm. year. I cannot wait to see Burrow versus Allen. Mahomes versus uh, Burrow, Mahomes versus Allen. Those are incredible, incredible games. And let's not forget, last year, if Joe Burrow beats Pat Mahomes in them, which he almost did, and goes to the Super Bowl and wins, we're having a totally different conversation right now. We're putting Burrow up there in top two quarterbacks in the NFL. That's true. That's very true. I think th I think it goes to show, though, how Allen has content. They've, he, they've done it for the past three years, yep. right? Um, with Burrow, he was injured last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yep. Two years ago. Uh, had a great uh, rookie season. So I think it's a consistency and to see if Joe, Joey Burrow can get back there after he does come back whenever that is from the calf strain. Yeah, you know, he had a knee, uh, obviously a knee problem in year one, and then now you have him with a calf issue, and you just hope that Joe Burrow does not become sort of injury-prone at a young age because he is one of the highlights of the NFL. He's one of those incredible quarterbacks that, look, we lost Brady, we lost Manning, we lost all the greats, we lost, you know, so many good quarterbacks throughout the years, and now – all these new quarterbacks are in there. I don't want to see injuries because these guys are good. Justin Herbert's amazing. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow. These guys are fantastic. Lamar Jackson. These guys are fun fun to watch, and it sucks that injury takes that away from us. Uh, so you, you just hope that he gets healthy and can throw the ball deep to Jamar Chase because that's what we want to see, especially for fantasy football. I mean, yeah. Through, <laughs> I mean, through the air because I we, we've talked about the running back situation and their contracts and everything like that. Everything is through the air. That's who gets paid. So we're going to be seeing more of that. Washington Commanders. 
Okay. Now what about these guys? Because we were talking about the NFC East. And in Washington, of course, we know all the stuff that just happened. They just got sold. Uh, some big mess there in Washington. First of all, I hope that they do go through with changing their name. I love Washington football team, fantastic name. Washington Redskins, fantastic name. So hopefully they change this back. Now, there's, there's this rumor out there that uh, the kid from USC, the quarterback, that's won the Heisman last year, and uh, he, he should do it again this year, Caleb Williams, that he's amazing. And his, his coach is Lincoln Riley. So, and he is, Caleb Williams is from Washington, and they're thinking that if, if Washington tanks this year, gets the number one pick and takes Caleb Williams, that Lincoln Riley will make the jump from USC to the NFL. That is the rumor that I'm hearing. I'm okay, like, okay. So Lincoln Riley. All right, here we go. Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> to California. Yeah. I completely understand the <laughs> yeah. jump on wearing, wanting to move. Yeah. But in general, as far as that goes, uh, he went to a smaller conference. Obviously, Oklahoma and SEC, going into the SEC and everything like that versus USC. I, I He... The reasons Lincoln Riley said he wanted that is because of the conference and everything. I I don't know if I see him going into the NFL. I really don't. I think he wants something that he's comfortable with, that he can grow, that he feels like good putting together, and that's a smaller school. It's a smaller yeah. conference. Yeah, I think the NFL is a big jump for Lincoln. It's always going to be there if he wants it. It just it would be – him losing his two-time Heisman winner, which I don't it's only been done one time. I think Archie Manning was the only person that ever won the Heisman back-to-back times. But I I believe if, if he wanted to go to the NFL, he could go to the NFL. I, I just we, Why would you leave USC? Massive contract. Everything's taken care of, although taxes and it's California. <laughs> we had such a uh, so much drama-filled uh, time last year. Or was it last year or the year before? From uh, Jacksonville, Jaguars head coach. Yeah. From uh, going from college to Jacksonville. Lot, they did not like the way he coached. They There were so much controversy over it. And he is now not with Jacksonville anymore. So uh, I, I, the name is not. Oh, uh, you're talking about when he was dancing with the girl at the bar. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, man, his name is Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer Urban go. Meyer. I mean, there were off the field issues, but then they said there were locker room issues, too. Yeah, and things within the organization. Wasn't there a story about him getting kicked by a kicker or he kicked the kicker or something, <laughs> right? Am I wrong or Right. I believe there was a story like he kicked the kicker. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to love Urban Meyer. Getting <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what? You said kick the kicker or whatever. Dicker the kicker just ran through my mind. Yeah. I'm staring at a huge UT right in front of me. Um, and I listened to him on a podcast earlier. I didn't oh, know Dicker good. the kicker was from Shanghai. Uh, Naman Slimmer, thank Anyways, you for joining so the show. On so U- random. Uh, got a YouTube comment. Hello, Texans are coming back in the NFL. This is from Namar Slimmer on YouTube. Okay, Texan- man. Okay, so I got to give you the news that happened. Look, uh, the Texans already lost their starting center for the year. Today, Houston Texans minority owner Javier Loya mm-hmm. facing multiple charges of sexual assault in Kentucky. That's one of their owners. And on top of that, to make uh, you know matters worse, they lost their right guard, their starting right guard, to a broken hand. Looks like he'll be out four to six weeks, maybe miss the first game of the season, and maybe even the second game could be back for game number three. So your starting center is out for the year. Your starting right guard is out for at least game one, maybe game two. 
rookie quarterback maybe starting, and your one of your owners is uh, in jail for sexual assault. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in Houston, and and what it sucks is that it's a rookie quarterback now stepping into this position. Whenever you have all these guys out, center, right guard, uh, you need that veteran presence. And so yes, I have a little bit of faith in the Houston Texans. I, not not a little bit. I have faith in the Houston Texans. I love what they've done this off season, but I will say the schedule is tough. It is one game at home, one away, one home, one road, one road. Like, it's back and forth. They do not have, like, a long stretch of home games. They do finally in the month of November, but throughout the season, it's just going to be tough. So, yes, I hope the Texans can do it this year. Uh, new talent. Um, it's just it's going to be rebuilding, and it's going to be a lot of uh, a big learning curve, I think. The <laughs> Texans play every single football game at noon. Every one of them. They don't have one primetime game. They don't have one evening game, one night game, I one Saturday one. game, not I, one Thursday game. <laughs> I, like, I thought they had one Thursday game. Uh, it looks like the NFL uh, really, really uh, is not a huge fan. Their first, of their the first preseason game is a Thursday. But Oh, well, Okay. So that's this Thursday. That's this Thursday. <laughs> yeah. That's this Thursday. Coming up this Thursday, we have a full slate of NFL games on schedule. There's games Thursday, there's games Friday, there's games Saturday, uh, and there's games Sunday. So excited for that. This is game one of three preseason games. Yes, the Houston's, Houston's play at three. Versus Denver on December 3rd. I'm sorry. They have yes. one game. I was going to say, I was looking well. at this earlier, and I had to know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, they have one. But every, every other game's noon. Besides the preseason, we got 6, 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. So, I, I want to <laughs> – gambling's going to be fun this year. I, I just – I don't know about the Houston Texans. We'll see what happens. But I got to think that they are not going to be favored in too many of these games. Mm. Like, I wonder if the Texans are favored the entire year. I'm – Hmm. Speaking but, of that Denver team, I, I, I'm I'm really curious about that one. I'm really curious about Denver to see how they bounce back from this season. Is Sean Payton going to fix all of their problems? Is uh, you know, you, there's going to be a lot of storylines for so every single one of these matchups. I do a show in Denver twice a week now uh, on a radio station there, 98.1 in Denver. Okay. And how I'll, is the yeah? What's the buzz like for all they of that? They are fired up. Of course they are. They are. I mean, it, it, it's hysterical to kind of see how it went from uh, let's ride to oh my god! Like it, now he will never say that again. Apparently, and they were they were all pumped up that that uh, Sean Payton just dog the living crap out of Nathaniel Hackett. They love it. They love it in Denver, and they love this direction, I guess, or, or this new team that they have. And I'm like. You don't have a new team, like. You, the, but I, I'm just being trying to be, and they keep every time I'm on with them, they're like, "Ah, stop bursting our bubble," and I'm like, "Well, I, you're, you know." So they're they're defending their ex, everything. Oh, uh, their expectations is like Super Bowl, and I'm like, <laughs> "Slow down." Wow. Yeah, they are so. They think that uh, Russell Wilson is the answer, and that, or Sean Payton. Sean Payton's the answer for Russell Wilson, and I keep having to tell them that I don't think Russell Wilson's going to get better hmm. right like he's he's older uh, like i'm not really sure about their run game i think that he's got to rely on a lot of really really athletic people around him which he doesn't have a ton of they just lost one of their number one wide receivers i, I don't know if denver has a playoff team yeah at all I, and i think that their expectations in denver are sean payton russell wilson like this is not 2016 this is 2023 and russ is is, is you know he's up there in age and i don't know 
if uh, Denver is going to get the results that I think that, that they want. And Sean Payton, let's get this right. Sean Payton's not going anywhere. The person that will be out of that team will be Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Even though that contract is guaranteed, isn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah, the Walmarts don't care. Yeah, that's who owns <laughs> that's who owns the franchise, they got, by the they way, got guys. Plenty of uh, dough. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So the Broncos start out at Arizona. Uh, this is all preseason. Let's get to the regular season. They face the Raiders at home to open up, and then the Commanders. And then they travel to Miami, Chicago, back home to face the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be a fun one. Circle it week five uh, on the 8th if you're a Denver Bronco fan. Uh, and then they face the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, okay. So uh, go, oh, Green Bay Packers, Chiefs again. They got a fun start Ooh, to the season. Tough. And it's going to be very testing to see how well Russell Wilson yep. is going to be. Yep. Uh, so, uh, look, we've got – Three weeks to, to break this down for you guys. We'll get into the NFC and the AFC as we go on. Probably do some AFC teams next week, some NFT, NFC teams the week after that. And we'll get a fantasy football special in. That's going to be a lot of fun. But for those of you that don't know, we're going to, do these, we're going to be having sports with balls every day now. So if you guys just log on to the podcast, just type in sports with balls, we'll have a show logged in there every single day for you guys. And uh, obviously stay tuned for the schedule on that. Should be a lot of fun. But Yes, yes. Every day. Uh, last week we had Grant Miles on. Ooh. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's just more of a quick, fast-paced sports update show, yeah. our takes, and uh, having some fun with you. I like how Kevin Anthony said Big Neck Mills will be in there halfway through the season. He has. <laughs> looked good in training camp wait, from wait, wait. what I've been told. What? Okay, hold on. But Kevin, okay, so why would you put Davis Mills in? If the, if the team's doing terrible, you let C.J. Stroud go through his progression. You got to get a couple wins under uh, Debo. I, I, I just... D'Amico, D'Amico. Yeah, you, you got to get a couple wins under D'Amico. Well, I'm saying you don't you don't pull C.J. Stroud. If C.J. Stroud is in as the Texans' starting quarterback, he stays in all season. Unless he gets hurt. There's no way that you pull him. You let him go through his, his learning curve. I believe the defense is going to be fantastic for the Texans. Well, not, okay, sorry. Let me, let me back that train up. They'll be good. They're not fantastic yet, but I think they'll be very good. I just don't know if you start Davis Mills and then halfway through the season put in C.J. Stroud. No, he's saying halfway through the season put in Mills. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like so they're not going to do that. If C.J.'s in, he's in. They're going to let him play out every single bad play, every single everything to go through growing pains. I mean, look, Peyton Manning still holds the interception record in the NFL, but we regard I mean, him as a rookie, and we regard him as one of the best players that ever happened. you got to let these guys go through their progression. Now, if they start Davis Mills, I can see them doing that for about two games and then put in C.J. Stroud when things are going bad. I can totally see that, but you will never pull C.J. Stroud midway through the season. Now, you let him go through his, all his progressions. If he's doing that bad, maybe. But it just it just makes me think of a Trevor Lawrence situation. His rookie season, awful. Yep. Last year he surpassed or doubled his touchdown percentage yep. than he did in year one. Very good. So like you said, just keep him in, growing pains. But I think CJ Stroud should be out there regardless. I think the over under for the Houston Texans is eight and a half right now. Jason, uh bring you in on this. Jason, you think the you going over eight and a half wins or under eight and a half wins for the Houston Texans? I'm going under. Under? Good pick. Lauren? I don't want to answer this. <laughs> I kind of second Jason. <laughs> 
What oh, about you? I'll third it. Um, and I, right. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. Like the Texans get six, seven wins in and get some quality starts out of C.J. Stroud. Maybe get another a good draft pick on defense or a wide receiver maybe next year coming out. That kid out of uh, Ohio State, it should be unbelievable, right? So get some weapons around C.J. I, I wouldn't mind another – not a tanking year. You don't, see the, you don't want to see the Texans win two games. That would be terrible. Mm. You know, you want that four, five, six, maybe seven wins. That would be great for the Texans. So um, we'll see. All wins would be great for the Texans. We'll see. What are you kidding? Uh, well, you know what else is great, man? Uh, today I was watching the Little League World Series is back on. And is Cole going to be in it one day? As he wants to. He wants to. It's amazing to watch these kids. There were two incredible comebacks, like incredible comebacks. In the, si- the, the game's only six innings. So bottom of the sixth inning, walk-off. Uh, there was a walk-off walk. And then it was a walk-off hit. There was also a walk-off wild pitch. The emotions, and I was explaining to my son, like the Little League World Series, the emotions, because some of these kids, there's like 12 to 14 kids over here that are screaming that they're moving on to the next round. And then there's 12 to 14 kids that are like, it is the worst day of their life mm-hmm. because they're going home. And uh, it's, it's just the range of emotions is fantastic. But they also had a couple of girls. So my daughter's watching it with me. So there's girls that are playing in the Little League World Series. It's it, it's. That, well, that absolutely. I've heard Mila has been a stud this yeah. season in yeah, softball. She, said, she was like, girls are playing, I'm playing. I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, but speaking of, let's bring them in. You want to try this Breggy salsa? I want to do it. I am so excited. It has all been right. out for a couple of years, and I still haven't tried it. So let's do this Breggy Bomb. Let's try this. This is going to bring the Astros some good luck. This is Breggy Bomb salsa. This is the hot one. So there's two different versions. All right, y'all bring the chips up here. There's two different versions. There's Breggy Bomb hot. Thank you, Cole. There's Breggy Bomb hot and not so hot. All right, Cole, get you one. You try it. All right, all right. Mila, are you going to try it? Yeah. All right, well, get over there get you a chip. Mila apparently uh, broke her thumb at surf camp, right? Her finger, her finger. Her finger, her finger. Okay. All right, hold on. All hold right, on. so here. here's the Breggy Bomb. Let's go. Okay, guys. All right, Cole, one to ten. What you got? Ten? Ten. Ooh, wow, all right. Cole, but do you like spicy or no? MJ, one to ten. Yes? What do you think? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. We got a, we've got a ten. We've got a nine and a half. Okay, high expectations. Hold on, Hold on. I got to give this for a me then. See what Alex Beckman's brain is. Ooh, that's got kick. Are you gonna start sweating up here or what? I am. That's really good though. It's really good. Okay, guys. Alex truth. Bregman's Breggy Bomb Salsa, available at HEB and other fine stores. <laughs> All right, let's see what Lauren's got. Lauren's trying the Breggy Bomb. Oh, what do you think? Ooh, that is spicy. That's a good flavor. All right, guys. Uh, next, I week. love the kick, guys. This is this is hot. I mean, it's good. This is hot right here. Where is that same? No, yeah, that is the uh, hot. Definitely go hot. try it. If you want to kick, if you like spicy, that it's, would be some, that would be really good on some shrimp tacos. Right there. I want to thank Wes oh, yeah. Dunn from Weston Construction Group. Go to WestonCG.com. Wes Dunn over there. Do you need me there. to read this, Jeff? Or 832. No, I got it. <laughs> he needs to be patted down. 832-534-2374. Get your roof, fence, uh, done. Man, incredible construction company at Weston Construction Group. That is Wes Dunn. Go to WestonCG.com. Also, Obviously, where we're at right now, Christian's freaking tailgate. The food here is absolutely phenomenal. They've got about 40 televisions, big screens. Watch all your sporting events. Call um, Uber Eats. Their food is fantastic. The drinks. We're going to go grub down on some more of this. We'll be back here next Monday. You guys go to Sports with Balls wherever you get your podcast, so you can uh, watch all the shows or listen to all the shows. We'll be on there 218 right now. Okay, 218. 219's next. Oh, is it 219 or 218? What are we on, Jason? <laughs> 
This is 218. This is 218. Well, all right. All right. Well, I love it. Uh, go get you some Braggy Bomb. Like I yeah. said, uh, we, we rated it 10, 9.5. What was your rating? Did I give it a 9? Nine? 9. I'm with that. I'm, I'm at a solid eight and a half, nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that. There Spicy. I love it. Have a great week. We'll be back with you here shortly. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. guys. Thanks for Next joining. Us. So. Thanks for joining Sports with Balls, man. We out of here. Later.